Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to My Gospel Soul with Janice Jackson. Remember, stay true to your gospel soul. What does your soul bring in the news to your ears? This is the place Love Talk Radio. Call in and join me. Amen, amen. Welcome to the show, amen. This is My Gospel Soul with Janice Jackson and... Hallelujah, Brother Adelaide of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. You know how we do it. We have to let you know what's going on with the weather before we get started. I know everybody is anxious. Amen, but just... Amen. Hold on. Amen. It's 63 degrees right here in Houston, Texas. And I mean, you know, we have been dealing with some cold weather, but God, amen. I love it. Praise God. And I believe that's PG's favorite favorite type of weather. Let's get into it. Amen. Tonight is going to be mostly clear in the evening, then becoming partly cloudy, lows in the lower 40. North winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Saturday, partly cloudy. Highs around 60 north winds, 10 to 15 miles per hour. Saturday night, partly cloudy in the evening, then becoming mostly clear. Lows in the mid-30s, north winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. And on that beautiful Sunday, mostly sunny, highs in the lower 60s, north winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Sunday night, mostly clear, lows in the upper 30s, southeast winds around 5 miles per hour. Praise God, that is your weekend forecast. What's going on, Brother Lane? Man, the Bible says to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and praise, and I'm just thankful, and I'm praising God today because we got my brother from another mother, but from the same father. Little Roddy coming in today. He should be calling in any second now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Tune into the show. Amen. You press one. Amen. 
if you would like to uh, speak, amen, if you would like to ask any questions, remember, amen, when you dial the number to press 1, praise God, and uh, it will let you through on the line, praise God. Again, today we're going to be talking with, amen, Mr. Rowdy, amen, and uh, I've been looking forward to it. I know Brother Brother Lane has as well, amen. I talked to him a second ago, and he said he's just happy, glad to be coming on here. We always say he has awesome testimony. He's a, you know, he'll tell himself he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a smaller stature man, but he's big in heart and big in spirit, amen. So, and I believe I just heard him, amen. I, it, it might just be me because I, I, I want to hear from him so bad, but I thought I just heard his voice. Roddy, you on with us? Hello, hello. Hallelujah. <laughs> What's up, Roddy, Roddy? Oh, man, what's up, man? I thought y'all couldn't hear me at first. I'm over here saying hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Amen, amen. Once again, you're listening to My Gospel Soul. This is a live show, so those type of things can happen every now and then, amen. But we just thank God we have a little Roddy, the ministry of little Roddy on the the show with us today. How you doing, Roddy? I am doing great. I'm blessed. Um, Like I used to say, I'm blessed and highly favored. Hallelujah. but definitely, man, just giving God the glory on this day. Um, you know, it's only by His mercy and His grace that I even live to see another day. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to first start out by saying, uh, giving, giving an on-air congratulations on the baby-to-be coming up. Amen. The the, 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 the newborn son we will be having soon. Amen. Amen. Appreciate that, man. February 25th is the due date, so i got two more months. And uh, me and my wife are highly anticipating parenthood and, and definitely uh, think, giving God thanks for just being able to raise my son in the admonition of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hello, little, little Rowdy. Amen. How are you? I saw you for the first time. I'm doing fine. I saw you for the first time out at Now Faith Ministries. And, uh, I mean, you really blessed me, praise God, and uh, I'm just excited about you being on with us today, and I know that God is going to bless the listeners, amen, through this awesome testimony, amen, that you have, this awesome ministry, so, amen. Uh, I first, amen, want to, amen, ask you, I mean, I've read the bio, I read it about three times, praise God, (laughs) and uh, I see that God has been in your life. I mean, you've uh, been saved since 16. I mean, that means that in your teenage years you served God. So, how, I mean, how was that? I mean, how how was that to walk with Christ at such a uh, early age? Well, actually, um, 16, around the time when I was 16, that was something that, that was the time of my life where I was really trying to find my way uh, because, even before then, Janice, I was actually raised in church. Uh, my dad used to take me and my twin brother. Uh, my sister, we used to go to church with my dad. And he used to raise us up and really trying to live a righteous life. And, you know, we would go to Sunday school. We went to church whether we liked it or not. You know, I heard uh, I heard Lecrae say it best one time when he said, I was a drug baby. You know, we got drugged to church. Amen. <laughs> hey, but, uh, but uh, I mean, at that time, when I was, by the time I was 16, I really decided to stop playing games with with myself and with the Lord, because um, I was only fooling myself by trying to trying to put on a fake mask and and just be in church um, and just yeah. you know really really just trying to front. 
But yeah. here came a time in my life when I was 16, uh, after after being uh, rebuked by a sister in Christ, you know, I really felt convicted by just not living a godly lifestyle. And I took that opportunity and that conviction that I felt to really be serious with the Lord. And I went into the closet, you know, turned the light off and fell on my face before before the Lord and asked God for forgiveness. Um, and I asked him, you know, and I, I was really trying to repent from my sins. So when I turned, at that time when I was 16, I was like all sold out. Um, but yet I was still a baby in Christ. I didn't really know. All I knew was what I was told. I didn't really know too much about, you know, theology or doctrine. It was more of just that honeymoon stage, you know, where you're excited. You, you yeah. feel you feel washed. You feel cleansed of your sins, and you want to just just take off running at 100 miles an hour, and and telling everybody about Christ, and you know, just being like elated, having that yeah. elated feeling with the Holy Spirit. And at that time. Um, I was the only one in high school that was, like, ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ and and being in the cafeteria, you know, just unashamed. Um, so it was, it, was, it was extremely different, you know, for everybody else to see little Roddy who was, who used to be, you know, at the parties drinking and doing drugs, and then now to see the little Roddy that was saved and I had my Bible with me. Um, so that was, like, a real fearless like a real fearless time in my life where I was just preaching the gospel and I didn't care what anybody said. I didn't care what anybody thought. You know, I was just going to preach the gospel. And and I was only 16 years old and still in high school at the time. Hallelujah. So basically, it made you get your mind right. Amen. It sure did. Amen. <laughs> it made you get your mind right. We love to play music here on My Gospel Soul, especially when we have the ministers of the world through music on. So, uh, if, if, if JJ can get us ready, hallelujah. We'll play right now on My Gospel Soul. This will be Little Roddy on his new album, The Reform. Get your mind right. Get your, get your mind right. We've been playing it all week, Roddy, so they might sing it with you, yeah. amen? But the, name of the song is called, yeah, the name of the song is called Transformed, and it's based off of Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Uh, so make sure you got your Bible and you can you can check that verse out. Hallelujah. Amen. This is Lil' Robbie right here on My Gospel Talk. Hallelujah. Get your mind right, 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 get your m
and take a sip. Make sense, it's a girl, people dying every day. Spread in the gospel, it's hot stuff, I'd say. talking with little Rowdy and oh glory to God I'm excited we're going to be talking a little bit about his new uh, project praise God we just amen and allowing him to minister amen because truly we are overcomers by the power of our testimony praise God and me myself amen little Rowdy I read your uh, bio amen I love it praise God because a lot of uh, a lot of artists and ministers don't don't put they put a lot of cosmetic things in their bios. And I like the way, amen, you told the truth about how you felt about different things that happened in your life. And the words that caught me was how uh was how you said your foundation was shook by the things that began to occur. Now, I, I can't testify for you, praise God, so I'm hoping you share a little bit with us uh, uh about testimony. You know what I'm talking about. Because so I want you to I want I'd rather you talk about it, Amen. Amen. Um, yeah, that part when in my in my biography where I'm sharing about my my foundation being shook. Uh, that was a time of my life where you know my my mom had died, and seven months after my mom died, uh, my twin brother, my identical twin brother, died drinking and driving. My lord. Um, you know, and that was something that was very tragic, very, very tragic, especially 
Um, I mean, when you look at it from a natural perspective, it's tragic, you know, regardless, because in the natural, we feel like we're never going to see that person again. Um, and somebody like a mom or a twin brother, you know, those are those are like intimate family members um, that are irreplaceable, just like, you know, any family member. But it's definitely not like a best friend or a cousin. Um, you know, my twin brother was more than a best friend could have been. And then also in the spiritual sense, um, you know, I, I had a fence. I had taken a fence toward God because I listened to the lie of the enemy when the devil was in my head pretty much saying, you know, this is the kind of God that you serve. This is the kind of God that you go to church to and you pray to and you do this and you do that. And he repays you. He, he answers your prayers like this. And, my Lord. You know, at that time, it's, it's, it was something that I struggled with, and it shook my foundation, you know, both physically and spiritually. You know, and yeah. I want people to understand that, that it's much more than just a physical transition. You know, even Paul says that we, we don't wrestle with blood. You know, um, yeah. it's, it's a spiritual warfare as well. But at that time, I was within my flesh. My foundation was shaken because... I took my eyes off of Christ. Um, I started to focus and dwell on the things that the enemy was telling me. And and my foundation was literally shaken and, and, and broke um, because I decided to, at that time, I decided to listen to the lie of the enemy and go and leave the Lord and go back into the world. Um, so at that at that part of my, in my biography, uh, when you read those words that say that, you know, my foundation was shook, there's a lot more to to elaborate on, on that one sentence. Um, yeah. You know, following that, following after my twin brother's death, you know, after after just being misled, yeah. um, I dropped out of high school, started selling crack, uh, started selling drugs, doing drugs, and I went back into the world. I started doing gangster rap music, um, secular, you know, hip hop, and my whole life was all about getting money, you know, getting rich, you know, being at the strip clubs, you know, having having a 45 Ruger on my hip, you know, and being coked up half the time. Um, you know, these were things that that was a, a part of my daily diet. You know, I, every day I did I did something, and I was in something or, or on something, um, constantly, you know, just just living a life that people would see like on a movie, you know. And if you know somebody who's ever been addicted to drugs, you know, whether it's heroin or, or crack or any kind of hard hard drug, uh, that's pretty much what I was struggling with, you know, with with the heroin that was in the ecstasy pills, um, the cocaine that I was doing, and, and just the alcohol that I drank every day. Um, but in an effort to run from the Lord and try to fill, try to fill that empty void that was in my life, all mm-hmm. I all I was trying to do was just I was running, I was running as fast as I could, and the only thing I knew how to do was do drugs and 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 try to make money to satisfy um, my flesh. So you know that was that was the beginning of a downward sprawl. A, a, a downward sprawl of events that that would ultimately lead up to a horrific event 
which was my heart attack. My Lord. Um, and so, I mean, if you want me to elaborate some more on that, I mean, just in 2006, you know, after 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 uh, running from the Lord for four years, and the enemy pretty much gave me everything he promised me. And and when I say this, I don't mean this in a, in a in a heretical as a heretical statement, um, but I believe that the devil can bless you too. And I really want you to be, you know, to listen to that carefully because, you know, I'm not saying that he's going to bless you, you know, like God would bless you. But I believe that the enemy um, can bless you with things to keep your focus off of God. And oh, yeah. If, yeah. He can, you know, if he can give you those things that you want, as long as it's going to keep you, you know, um, keep your focus off of God, then I believe that, you know, that he'll give you those things. Or And God being God and, and him and the Lord being sovereign he will allow you to be handed over to your lusts because even the word of God says so. You know, he he will allow the people, even the people of Israel, where he allowed them to be handed over to their lust, to be handed over to their sin. Um, and, and that, God is so good though because even though I was handed over to those things because of my own lust and my own desires, my lustful desires and my sin, um, God still was glorified in the end. And when I had my heart attack in 2006, after being in the ICU room for four days at St. Joseph Hospital in downtown, um, I found myself in a position to where I was looking up, and I never wanted to look up prior to that event. For the for the previous four years, all I wanted to do was was what I wanted to do. I never wanted to look up because when we look up and we look up at God and we acknowledge who God is and that there is a God, we find accountability. And every single person is going to be judged. Every single one of us will be judged. And when we look up, there's a sense of accountability. Like maybe there, you know, there is a God. And and if there is a God, which we know there is for the for the non-believer or the atheist, you know, if there is a God, then maybe there's you know, I'm going to be held accountable for some of the things that I've done. Um, but the Word of God says that everybody will be judged, and we know that as believers. I knew that as a believer, but I, I tried to run from it until I found myself in the ICU room, strapped down in the hospital bed, and I had nowhere else to look but up. My and Lord. at that time, I, I looked up at the Lord, and I just opened up my heart, you know, and, and I said, Lord, you know, even though my flesh isn't ready... Even though I don't feel like I'm ready to give my life, and I'm going to take that first step of faith in in reconciling myself with you. Um, I just wanted to get it right with God. I, I really wanted to, to take that opportunity to get it right because, you know, the Lord used my dad as an instrument. You know, my dad came down to the hospital and told me, son, is it life or is it death? Which one is it? My and, Lord. You know, and that's where that song, Life or Death, came um, you know, from the transition album, but here's a and it's a real life situation that that eternity was at stake, and it was more than I realized that it was more it was more than just me. It wasn't about me. Um, you know, everything that I had gone through, everything that I've been through in my life, it's it's a testimony for someone else. You know, first of all to glorify God, but second of all to help somebody else. Amen. So you know. If I don't utilize that, then I'm missing the boat. I'm missing the whole thing. So um, 
I like back to Christ, you know, in the ICU room, in the, in the hospital after having a heart attack. And I thank God that only by his mercy and by his grace did he draw me back. You know, because even the word of God says that no man comes into the Father unless the Father first draw him. Um, thank you, Lord. And, and I, I thank God because I, I believe that it's only by God's mercy and by his grace that he drew me back to him. Um, but at the same time, you know, we as people with our own free will, you know, we have a choice as to as to how we live our lives and the events that will take place, you know, in our lives. Um, and I could have saved myself a lot of heartache and a lot of pain um, if I would have just made the right choice and stuck with what I was raised with. And that's the Bible. That's the gospel. That's, you know, the gospel truth. <laughs> the You know, my... All the way down to just, just to my soul, you know, I knew I knew right from wrong, but I chose because of my pride and, and being prideful to do what I wanted to do. So, you know, and that's and that's just pretty much leaving off right there. There's there's plenty more that comes after that, you know, other testimonies and things that I've gone through since I came back to the Lord in 2006. Um, and I'm not saying I'm some kind of theologian or that I'm. You know, like Paul says, you know, like I've completed the race or anything, um, because I don't, I don't believe that I'm even near, nowhere near, you know, where I could I be. Christ. But, you know, I, I do believe that in a sense I am mature. Uh, I am a mature Christian in, in a way to where I, I, I've been through some things, and I can teach and I can share um, with others, you know, uh, just what I've learned, and and that's I think what it's about, you know. You go through you go through situations in life, and God, you know, there are some trials that we encounter. Uh, but at the end of it, how can we use that to glorify God and help somebody else come to Christ? Thank you, Lord. You know what? I I, I agree. First off, we're, li- we're listening to my gospel soul in the afternoon. We have the ministry of Little Roddy here. That's L I T A R O D I. It's not we're not we're not saying Little Rowdy. We're not saying little little Roddy like we say in the country. We saying little Roddy. It stands for living in the anointing, ruling over demonic influence. Amen. And believe it Amen. or not, Roddy told me that one time, and it just stuck with me because that's 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 what it is. You know, when when God drops a nugget in you, it stays with you. Amen. And though that's His name, I applied it to myself as well because I promise I live in the anointing and I'm ruling over the demon- matter of fact I. I look to piss the devil off every day, so hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We, I know you've been breaking bread with us, right? You've been breaking bread with us. I need you to break some more bread with us, amen, because now you're not a theologian, but you, do, you, are, <laughs> but you are a Bible scholar, amen? <laughs> so um, I like to ask people, you know, what's that? My passion, my passion as, a Jesus, as one of these Jesus freaks, I'm, I'm very passionate about the youth. The youth right now are going in a direction that is very detrimental to the to the future. Amen. Uh, so I, I'm very passionate about speaking to the youth because just as you did at 16, a couple of bad things go bad, and of course I'm not making uh, making light of of what you went through and the, and the things you you went through, but I'm saying a couple of things go bad, and, and now they're ready to follow the world as opposed to staying where we all grew up knowing, which is Christ. Amen. So. That's my passion. My passion is the youth. Is there anything that you're super, super passionate about with us uh, in ministry? Break bread with me, bro. And I'm, 
I'm super, super passionate about revealing who revealing who Christ is uh to the world. And Amen. you know, through the medium of hip hop, if I'm able to accomplish that in my life and and, and that's that's just one area. You know, I, I sh- my whole life right now as as I'm just where I'm at is as I really want to um, live a lifestyle that exemplifies Christ's likeness. And starting in the home, starting with my wife, because she is my first ministry. You know, God God is first, but my wife is right underneath God. And my son that's going to be here in two months, that's going to be, you know, a part of my first ministry. And if I can't get it right at, at the dinner table, then I ain't got no business trying to get it right at the podium. You know, and so many times these ministers, so-called ministers, you know, uh, out here, they they tend to think that ministry is the most important thing. In actuality, you know, it's like third on the list. You know what I'm saying? So you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself, man, because you get a lot of these guys out here, you know, or or just ministers, quote-unquote ministers, they end up putting their families on the shelf. They put their kids on the shelf, and and their their wives – you know, or their kids see see a a husband or a dad that cares more about everybody else than their own their own household. Um, and I my focus is really on being the priest of my home first, but second of all, um, you know, after after accomplishing that and, and doing my best um, to just be a man of God in my own home, you know, I want to display that out for out into the world through the medium of hip hop. So, you know, being in schools and prisons, uh, wherever I go, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I thank God that that he's even got me to this place where I'm at. Um, and if he, you know, and I just feel like this is where where I need to be. It might not, you know, I, I would say that it's for everybody, honestly, but there's some people that just ain't mature enough to handle it. You know what I'm saying? And they would like to say, well, God's got me on my own lane over here, and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, but... I mean, there's there's a commission, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and according to God's word, we have to make sure that we live a lifestyle that lines up with His word. So, you know, from what I'm doing and what I'm passionate about, I really try to spread that around, you know, so that people can grasp that. Um, so, I mean, just to answer your question, that's that's what I'm passionate about, and I do want to break bread with y'all. So, um, I'm 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 thinking this is going to be an introduction to the break bread song. <laughs> You catch it on, right? I, I, I try to make sure I do wordplay all over the board, eh, man? So that's what it is. <laughs> they, um, I, I, I got, yeah, man, this song right here, Break Bread, is, um, wow. Um, this song is, for the just to give you um, an overlay or just some foreshadowing, um, this song here was written, and I, and I feel like, you know, the Holy Spirit gave this song to me for for people to understand that, first of all, this is for spreading the gospel. This isn't for selling multi-platinum albums. This isn't for trying to get radio play. You know, this is for ministering the gospel. Now, if it happens to catch radio and it happens to sell records, you know, Hallelujah. glory be to God. But that's not my motive. That's not my intention. Um, this song here, Break Bread, is what I'm saying is, Lord, even on the chorus line, on the chorus line I'm saying, Lord, direct the ink from my pen, 
you know, rescue me from my sins. Um, and and even that, I say, you know, uh, uh, direct that God that God directs the pathway of righteous <laughs> men. And so, like for all the listeners that are listening, the first verse, I'm talking about a dude that is struggling with pride. You know, a, a man that is struggling with pride and his addictions, um, and he doesn't even know that he's being pretty much like a puppet on a string by the devil. Um, on the second verse, I'm talking about, I wanted to stretch the elaboration for women in, in all over the world that are struggling with living a lifestyle that is in bondage to not only drugs and alcohol, but to men and, and, and just giving up of their bodies um, and just being entangled in that sin. You know, so um, that, that second verse is more, is more for, like, the women then the third verse um, is just some theology <laughs> that I, I use to put the icing on the cake and and just break down the whole premise of why why I'm asking God to break bread with this because I really want I really want people to fellowship with Christ you know and that's why the song is called Break Bread I'm saying Lord you know this is for you let's break bread with you I know this man is struggling. And I have a key. The key is Christ. So I'm going to bring him to the table and ask that Christ would break bread with him. This woman over here looks like she's struggling. So I'm going to bring her, you know, to Christ and ask that Christ would break bread with her. Um, it's a fellowship type of song where I'm asking God to just break bread with us and have communion with us. Amen. Hallelujah, Roddy. Well, for those of y'all who didn't know, that was this is Lil Roddy right here on My Gospel Soul with uh, another song off his new album, Be Reform, and this is Break Bread right here on My Gospel Song. Hallelujah. gospel soul this is a live show amen so every now and then you will have technical difficulties hallelujah why do you still there with us yeah I'm, I'm here man i was i was uh trying to find my wife's phone so i could call you and tell you that that wasn't the right phone <laughs> I, I i we i think we all kind of figured that out in the, in the first verse hallelujah you're listening to my gospel soul 
This is a live show, amen. Y'all, y'all pray with us. Pray with us and pray for us. Hallelujah. That was uh, another song off Roddy's album. And we that, 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 song, that song was called Boxed Up, and that song is actually uh, for for the youngsters that are going to prison and getting locked up here on the streets. Um, that's a really good song, too, though, man. <laughs> amen. I was... I don't know about time, but I was jamming it still, amen, but that was not the one, we we didn't lead into that one, amen, everybody did a lot of work getting us to the other song, uh, JJ? Uh, uh, the, the, the song I really, really, really love, amen, is The Reform, praise God, The Reform, can you talk to us a little bit about The Reform, and we do have The Reform, amen, <laughs> so talk to us a little bit about that, and then we'll let it play for the people. Um, you're talking about because I'm not sure I have a song called the Reform. That, that was the first one we played, I believe, amen. Oh, the the introduction. Um, yeah. There's the introduction to the Reform, which is the first track. It's the intro, and um, what I'm pretty much doing is is telling people, you know, just prepare for the album. And one thing that I was taught in Bible college, um, was that. Hold on, give me one second. I can't. Um, sorry about that, guys. Um, I uh, that song is the introduction to the album, and I'm telling people don't come to the album with any preconceived ideas. Um, to not come on the bed, over there, yeah, on right there. Um, and one thing I saw in Bible college was not to come to the Bible with any preconceived ideas. We have to make sure that we let the scriptures interpret themselves. And with the album, I'm telling people, hey, you know, get ready because this is a reform that needs to take place. And that word reform, the definition of reform is to redress serious wrongs with the system without altering the fundamentals of the system. And I'm not trying to be uh, like um, a hero in a civil war because sometimes we, we end up like people call Christianity the cannibalism religion. Because it's like Christianity is the only religion where they eat each other up. And and that's not what I'm trying to do in this case. What I'm trying to do in this case is say there's certain things that are going on within the body that we need to pay attention to and cut certain things out. Um, to get back to the basics of keeping Christ in the center and glorifying him and and spreading the gospel versus focusing on certain gifts or focusing on the perks of being a Christian or you know I'm I don't want to go to hell so I'm going to come to Christ or I don't want to I just want to go to heaven so I want to come to Christ but it's like how about how about coming to Christ because you want to fall in love with who Jesus Christ is you know um and those are certain certain things that I'm addressing on this album and on the introduction I'm elaborating on that so um you know when from, from the whole album from start to finish you're going to notice that the theme of it is if you look at the album and the artwork it's a 1935 setting where I'm in a classroom, um, and and I got certain things written on the chalkboard that need to be addressed, certain issues that need to be addressed, uh, politics, government, our lifestyles, the way we think, the way we act, uh, doctrine. You know, there's a lot of false doctrine being preached, um, and just the way of thinking, uh, the philosophy, the philosophy of the society today, postmodern Christianity. So. Uh, I'm not trying to use too many big words, but I do want you guys to understand that um, there's a lot that is going on that, you know, I feel personally needs to be addressed. And if God's given me the ability 
and he's put that he's placed that burden on my heart that I have to be obedient, you know, and, and carry out what God's called me to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, you ready Amen. with that one, JJ? This is the intro to Little Riders the Reform, and it's telling you welcome to the Reform. Amen. This is Little Roddy right here on my Gospel Soul in the afternoon. In the afternoon with Pastor Janice Jackson and Brother Alan Lane, we have the ministry of Little Roddy here on My Gospel Soul. Roddy, you still there with us, bro? Yes, sir. 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 Yes, s
I sure am. I'm right here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are we're getting close towards the end of the show, bro, as far as the, the live show. Amen. Uh, feel free for everyone to check them on the archives if you haven't. If you're just tuning in with us, he's been giving us some awesome testimony of his life, uh, bro. But for those who want to get in touch with you, they've been hearing your music because we bang it every day, amen. That includes the transition. Don't think we leave the transition out, bro. So the transition is awesome, amen. But, amen. Uh, but we play a lot of a lot of your music because it brings topics and, and feelings up uh, from us that that we just get to talk about on the on the show. But uh, for those who want to get in touch with you, give them all of your all of your contact information. Y'all got a pen, and, you know, y'all might want to get two pairs because you got a lot. So, amen. Give them all um, your contact information, right? Man, first of all, I want to start off with the email address, uh, which is roddy at littleroddy.com. That's R-O-D-I at L-I-T-A-R-O-D-I dot com. So that's roddy at littleroddy.com. There's also... Uh, the MySpace you can reach me at, um, which is myspace.com forward slash LittleRoddy, L-I-T-A-R-O-D-I. Uh, the website is LittleRoddy.com. Uh, so you can go to uh, www.litarodi.com. Um, however, if you try to submit an email through my website, it's currently down. Uh, so if you want to send me an email, go straight to the Roddy at LittleRoddy.com uh, email address. Um, so there's the website, the MySpace. I'm thinking about doing a Facebook soon. Um, I'm also going to be putting the new album up on CD Baby uh, probably by next week. It should be available online uh, there at, if you want to make a purchase through CDBaby.com. Uh, you can look me up under YouTube. You can type in Little Roddy on the YouTube search bar and pull up videos. Uh, you can see when I was on the 700 Club if you want to check out some some uh, video um, documentary stuff, uh, but feel free to send me an email. Uh, feel free to hit me up on MySpace, and I will definitely respond to uh, whatever you submit. Amen. Hallelujah. This, once again, is Little Roddy, the ministry of Little Roddy, the awesome testimony of Little Roddy, the, the man himself, the myth, the man, the legend. Hallelujah. I'm just speaking some things into your life, bro. That's all. Hallelujah. <laughs> I, said, I said, all right, calm down, calm down. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a sin, I'm, I'm, just a, I'm just a dirt bag filled with air by God's grace. My Lord. If anybody knows God, you know that he's a, a very humble young man, very humble. And I, I, I want to stress young man because he's not, you know, he's not uh, 45, 50 years old giving you all his knowledge. This is a young man who is, who is very passionate about Christ, amen? So y'all need to uh, get in touch with him. Get the albums. I did make that plug. Get the albums. They will bless your spirit. Amen. Right, is there anything else you want to uh, share with them about your new project, the reform? Um, really, you know, it's 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 more than a project. It's a movement. I want people okay. to catch catch wind of that. Really, really catch wind to what a reform is. Um, you know, we look at historically the great reform. Uh, I believe took place in the 16th century. Um, when you had dudes like like Calvin and Luther, um, you know Martin Luther who nailed the 99 Theses on the Vatican um, and and really called out certain things that that uh, Judeo Christianity was was doing or Roman Catholicism was doing, 
that wasn't really biblical. You know, these were things that, you know, on down to even like historically in, in Roman Catholicism, you could pay for your sins. If you wanted to um if you wanted to have an adulterous relationship then you just pay a certain amount and your sins were given. If you wanted to uh if you wanted to, to, to drink and, and live in certain sins, it was a price tag for that sin that you could pay for and have your sin forgiven. Um these were things that were in practice in the church, you know, that were undoctrinal, unbiblical and definitely sinful in the sight of God. And um in in, in in today, you know, in today's um what we have going on here is there are certain doctrines that are being preached that are feel good doctrines, um, on down to people thinking um that it's okay, God understands me. God understands my situation, so it's okay. Uh, when when the word of God specifically states, you know, that God the word of God says, I am uh, be holy for I am holy and Christ is saying, Look, you know, you have to strive for holiness. Um, we have to strive for holiness. But there's those that are say, "Hey, man, I'm just, I'm just being real. I'm just keeping it real," you know. And and they use that as a crutch to to cuss and maybe drink uh, and maybe do things that are definitely unbiblical and ungodly. And they say, "Well, I'm just keeping it real." But I'm here to say, "Hey, look, you know, you can keep it real, but keep it real holy," you know. Amen. And and that's that's just. That's not, you know, any kind of prophecy, but it's it's straight up the truth, man. If you want to be real and you want to keep it real, keep it real holy, man, and show everybody what it's like to be a man of God, somebody Amen. who's striving for righteousness, somebody who's striving to be uh, a man or a woman of God. If you're a woman and your husband isn't saved, you know, you be that you be that godly example, and and live that life, you know, that sacrificial love. You know, and 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 even in in, in the book of uh, I believe it's First Corinthians, uh, chapter seven, where Paul is talking about oh, and being married to an unbeliever, it doesn't give you the right to leave that person. Um, but I, I really like to focus on the home, man. I focus, I really like to focus on, you know, being a godly example to your family because guess what, your family's the one that is the hardest to be an example to. Because they've seen all your mess ups, and Amen. when we come, when it comes time to the holiday, when it, when the holidays come in, and it's time for the holidays, and it's Christmas time or Thanksgiving time, guess what? You know your family members that have seen you mess up, they've seen your past, they've seen how you used to be. You know they know they don't want you coming up to them preaching to them. You know they're, they're going to be like, who are you? You know who are you? you? Used to do this and you used to do that, and now you want to come up here preaching to me, like. They'll, they'll, they're quick to bring that up, and I think that that that's awesome because, in a way, that means you have to live the gospel. To Amen. Them. Because if you try to bring the word to them, they ain't gonna listen. But you have to practice it, and you have to live it, and and, and wash their feet. You know, not literally, but you know, spiritually <laughs> and in service. Because you know, when we know we got some family members that got some corns, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> But, uh, but uh, I mean, I just want to say, you know, when it comes time to it, practical biblical application, you know, we can say, okay, how can I, because God, you know, Jesus spoke in parables. He made things real simple for us. You know, how can we live a, live a lifestyle with basic biblical principles to show the world that Christ is alive in us?
you know, and that's the gospel. When we can we can preach the gospel not only through words but through our lifestyle and show people, you know, like man, you know, I just what can I do? You know what I'm saying? In in that service, um, but at the same time, we have to make sure that you know, in doing so, study your word. You know, show yourself approved. Second Timothy chapter two, uh, verse fifteen says, "Study, uh, study to show thyself approved, rightly dividing the word of truth." You know, there's a right way, there's a right way and a wrong way to interpret the scriptures, and if we're not careful, we'll find ourselves compromising the gospel simply because, oh, I'm trying to be like Paul. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a become you know uh, I'm gonna become a Jew to the Jew and a, and a Gentile to the Gentile. And and next thing you know, they're at the bar drinking just so they can minister to the drunk. Or they want to go out, talk, you know, they want to go out talking like this and talking like that, saying things they shouldn't say just because they want to minister to, to somebody. But um, what fellowship does light have with the dark? None. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And and that's why we, and, and, and there's a verse that I talk about in one of the songs where I'm saying, um, you know, I, I, I say that. I say, um you know, um, as far as like what uh, what fellowship does light have with the dark? And then I say uh, you wanna you wanna be like if you really wanna be like you need to try to be light, exposing darkness, showing love to the heartless. So our job as a Christian isn't to just like you know point finger. We're not supposed to just point fingers at everybody, but we're supposed to show that that Christ-like love. Um, and with this album, the Reform, there's definitely a lot of meat in it, so make sure, you know, when you listen to it, um, you got your A1 sauce ready uh, because, you know, it's, it's going down with, with, with this project. Now, transition, and I know, I know we're probably about to go over time, but um, so we gotta I'm going to kind of wrap it up here. Um, the transition album was, was very surfacey. You know, it was very surface. It's got, it, it's got its, um, it's got its, it's purpose, don't get me wrong, but it's still like I was just quoting a lot of stuff that I was taught in church. There was a lot of things that I was taught in church that I was just like, man, that sounds great, so I'm going to go ahead and rap about that. Uh-huh. But, but biblically, you know, it didn't, it didn't stand up. And, you know, and, and I had to be very careful when I start talking about, like, doctrine and stuff mm-hmm. because um, there's just people that there's going to be a lot of toes that will be stepped on. And I'm not here to just say express my goals or, or my views on, on the Bible. Uh, but there was things that I was being taught in in church biblically, and I, I'll break one down for you real quick just to let you know. I was I was being taught, and I was taught that it's, it's possible for somebody who has the Holy Spirit to still be possessed by a demon. And, and that didn't make any sense to me because when Christ enters into you, you know, he fills you up and seals you up in the blood of, of, of Jesus. Um, so how is there any room for an evil spirit to enter into you if Christ lives inside of you? Um, and th- those are certain questions that I was having to ask myself. And I really want everybody to understand that we have to know what we believe in. And we have to be able to give a defense to what we believe in. Because how are you going to look trying to minister to somebody and then they try to bring the scripture to you. And just because you don't know that scripture, you get stumped. You know, um, just like when I ha- I was struggling with alcohol, and I had people tell me, it's okay to drink alcohol because Jesus turned water into wine. 
You know, I, I took that. I took that philosophy and I applied it in my life. And guess what? I ended up falling right back into sin. My Lord. I ended up falling right back into sin because I had the I was I took on that philosophy of okay, it's okay to drink because Jesus turned water into wine. But we have to understand, you know, the premise of that. You know, was it fermented wine or was it unfermented wine? You know, okay. and, and and Ephesians chapter five says to be imitators of God. Did did God ever drink? Did God ever smoke? Did God ever cuss? You know, um, so these are things that if we don't understand the Bible and we don't really try to study and learn, we're to continue following the ways of the world instead of following Christ. Um, and so that's kind of like what I wanted to say as far as certain topics that I'm addressing on this album. I got a song called The World, and it's specifically devoted to that. I'm saying, you know, what's the difference between you and the world? If you walk like, talk like, you was the world. If you think like, joke, if you think like, joke like, drink like, smoke like, then maybe just might. You was the world. Who's the world? You know, um, and and so I mean, some people they get offended, you know. But hey, all glory be to God because I'm not doing this for myself. I'm not doing this to please people. I'm not a people pleaser. I'm a God pleaser. And when I please my heavenly Father, you know, um, that's that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I live for. Um, so you know, let it be a blessing. Let it be a blessing to everybody, man, and let's just stay teachable. If there's anything I could say to end off this whole conversation, it would have to be, for please, everybody listening, stay teachable. We have to stay Amen. teachable. The moment you think that you have arrived, I feel sorry for you. You know, I feel Amen. sorry for you because when you think you have arrived and that you're standing on your own two feet, you got another thing coming because pride always comes before the fall. Always. You know, so so I'm just, you know, my thing is is like, man, everybody, let's stay humble, let's stay teachable, um, and let's be mature enough to even agree to disagree sometimes. You know, um, and, and let's still work together, you know, let's still work together to accomplish um, the gospel being spread throughout the whole world. Well, this is my gospel soul. You're listening to the ministry of Little Roddy. Roddy, I, I would love to say, brother, I thank you for coming in and sharing your testimony and your word with us. Amen. I'm sure someone was blessed. We have about a minute and a half left, and we cannot leave this weekend without praying. Amen. So I'm just going to pray a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, would you please just continue to grant Roddy the wisdom that you have started to grant, grant him, God. Continue to pray for him the ministry that you would have. I thank you for allowing us to go forth today on my gospel. So I pray you will continue to stay with us, lead us, teach us, and guide us. Amen. I pray that you will continue to, to, to bless us. Thank you for Jesus who died on the cross for our sins, past, present, and future sins, sins committed knowingly and unknowingly. It's in Jesus' name that we pray and ask it all. Amen. Right, I thank Amen. you for coming on our show with us today, man. Please come back anytime you feel free to come back. Our home is your home. Amen. Hey, man, thank you guys. I love you. Uh, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ, thank you all for having me today. And, and to God be the glory. Let's keep moving forward. God bless. Hallelujah. God bless you back, bro. Hey, man. See, I thought I was playing when I said we were going to have an awesome man of God in here. Hey, man. JJ, you okay over there? Yeah, I'm cool. Hey, man. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed the show. Hey, man. Uh, thank God, hey, man, we were able to, uh, able to uh, share Amen. The um, experience that we have with the Rada, because truly, Amen, it's a blessing, Amen, to just even uh, to come in contact with brothers and sisters in Christ 
that are still saying, be ye holy, for he is holy. Amen. amen. So, amen. I'm blessed. Well, I know we, I know we kind of overdo on the show, but let's just, you know, my favorite song on the album is Martyr. Let's go out on Martyr. Amen. Amen. They're gonna have to catch it on the morning show on Monday morning because <laughs> we amen. ran it over. Amen. But it's all good. God, to God be the glory. We've done everything that we are supposed to do. Praise God. The word has gotten out there. Praise God. And we hope that you stay sure. Go get that little rowdy, amen. Uh, and we'll be playing it, amen, throughout our broadcast, praise God. Cause, and you can call and request it anytime you like, but we got we to gotta go. Amen. Amen. I want y'all to remember to stay true to your gospel soul. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.